running away from people now. 20, 10, and gone. Moniel, 67-yard touchdown run. I've got reporters' <laughs> notebooks older than Seth. Fati was always soft. Can't uh, win on the road, they say. <laughs> DeVito, pop pass, end zone, touchdown, and the ball game. DeVito, in relief, wins it for the Orange. This is Orange Nation, brought to you by Charles Heating and Air Conditioning, with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg. Welcome into Orange Nation here on a Wednesday afternoon. Seth Goldberg, Darius Joshua with you once again as we uh, are going to take you up until 2 o'clock here on ESPN Radio and on Twitch.tv slash Q's Sports Talk. If you see our eyes wandering, if you're watching on Twitch and you see our eyes wandering up towards not quite right at the camera but a little bit over from it, uh, that's where our TV is. And there's basketball on TV today, all day. And we might be paying attention to Clemson and Miami as this show uh, moves forward. We're research. Just, research. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. It's it's for when Clemson and Syracuse meet in the ACC championship <laughs> game on uh, on Saturday night. But, you know, I was, let's let's just start here. I, I just said to you before the show started, man, I wish Syracuse was playing at 2 o'clock this afternoon. It would be a lot easier. It would be so much nicer just from our work perspective. And I know that a lot of people out there are probably listening and saying, yes, but at 2 o'clock, we're at work. You're right. You are. And uh, it's true. I, mean, I can't really do much about that, but I can I can say that you know, for the TV, it would yeah. make it would make a whole lot easier getting those highlights on at six o'clock or even at eleven o'clock, and uh, you know we would we we wouldn't be in the office until yeah. one o'clock tonight. So nine o'clock selfishly, is the, the nine two o'clock, o'clock is, tip would have been nice. Nine is the worst time for for TV highlights, uh, generally just because obviously you're late and now you're getting out of the arena later. You're obviously the last game of the day, so you know right now I imagine that the SU team is if not you know shooting around somewhere they're. Getting lunch, getting ready for a little nap action. <laughs> I think a nap. I think a nap sounds and then, great. Uh, and then, you know, they'll wake up at some point, eat a little dinner, and then play the game. But, uh, yeah, 2 o'clock is a lot easier. It wraps up around 4, and eat plenty of time for the highlights at 6. Yep. Plenty of time. Obviously, you're, you're ready to go for 11. Uh, you would have your report from Mario. You would have your yeah. your player sound. You would have everything ready to yeah. go for your, a lot of for your 6 and 11 like, o'clock news. A lot news. of that's going to yeah. come in around like 1 o'clock probably. Today. Yeah. Yeah. That's today. that's tough. That's tough. Bit, but uh, <laughs> here we are complaining about sports. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're complaining about that we have to watch sports. I don't think anybody is going to have any sympathy for us in, in that regard. Uh, that being said, it's going to be Carolina tonight. We knew it was going to be Carolina tonight. It became we, pretty clear early, too. <laughs> it, it became very clear very early. You, you knew that was going to happen. And, you know, if, if, if this team is... You know, I'm not saying that this is what they are at this point, but if this is close to what that Carolina team is, uh, they'll win. The, they'll win tonight, and they they'll give Duke a pretty uh, a pretty tough challenge, I would think, tomorrow. Yeah, uh, you know what? You mentioned it like that too, like the AC, the uh, well, it would be Louisville actually, who they play. Oh, oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, Louisville. That's what they're for. Yes, a yeah. sorry. Duke has uh has the right. has, as I predicted. Duke has the matchup with NC State, in which they'll get upset, of course. Oh, right, <laughs> but, <laughs> they're, right. They're, they're on the complete opposite side of the bracket. Yeah. I had all my seedings wrong off the but top of my still, head. Still, the ACC would love to have Duke at UNC in the championship. Of course, that's always, and that's and, a and I sure. guess that's the larger point. Like 
This UNC team, the way they are currently constructed, the way they are currently playing, with everybody back, with everybody at full strength, um, they're a dangerous team. And I don't know that they are dangerous enough to go win the whole ACC tournament. I don't know that they're dangerous enough to get to Saturday. Uh, but they can knock somebody off. They can make it uncomfortable. And, um, you know, they, they can make a run further than your typical 14 seed does. Yeah, and obviously for Syracuse, when you think back to a couple of weeks ago when they played inside the Dome, didn't look pretty. was was not great. Uh, last night, uh, the kind of thing that I was even more worried about happened where, you know, you knew Garrison Brooks coming in uh, to the ma- a potential matchup was going to be pretty good. You know, Cole Anthony and who he is and obviously what he did inside the Dome. He didn't even play that well last night. But Brandon Robinson was great. And when you add a, a third element to it, a third option for a UNC team that's already got pretty good talent, just had a rough season, uh, it kind of makes it even more challenging for Syracuse when it comes up to another rematch where the team who historically, obviously now, nine straight losses to them, uh, they've not played well against. Right. They they have not played well uh, against this Carolina team. They haven't beaten them since their very first go-around in the ACC. Uh, you know, back in 2014, Tyler Ennis, uh, C.J. Fair, Jeremy Grant, that whole team. That's the last time Syracuse beat a UNC team. That includes Final Four. That includes ACC Tournament. Uh, they they just have not played well against this program, and we saw it again in the dome. What eleven days ago? Yeah. Uh, that was a a beatdown. That was a a thorough beating that Carolina levied on this Syracuse team. They went out and and Carolina did what they. I don't want to say what they're expected to do because I don't know that they really are expected to do that given uh, where they were with their injuries and players coming back, but. They did what you you kind of thought they could, you know. They they get Cole Anthony back and he plays well. They get Garrison Brooks, uh, you know, the help and he plays well. Armando Baycott didn't even really play in that game, uh, but it didn't matter, you know. Christian Keeling had a great afternoon uh, for for the Tar Heels and and they were able to run away from you. And I think that that's the thing that gets you concerned. I I still don't think this Carolina team is quite as talented as last year or the year before or or some of the recent Carolina teams that we've seen, but they've got enough talent. <laughs> they've yeah. got enough talent to go win games and to and to be this dangerous threatening team in ACC play. Yeah, it's one of those uh you know, obviously every team and player they usually give the, the old cliche of uh, we don't we, we don't look at the records, we know who they are, and that's kind of exactly what this team has come to. This team is 14 and 18. Normally you're like, "Ah, oh, this Easy win for Syracuse, fourteen and eighteen. But right. with, with the way that they actually play now, and the way they've been playing more recently, obviously at the middle point of the season, they lost all those games in a row. They weren't closing out games. They had the crushing loss to Duke. They lost actually to Virginia Tech on the road in double overtime on a late shot as well. They just kind of weren't able to sort of close games and, and and find a way to do that. Then they played North Carolina State, beat them again, came to the dome, played very well, nearly beat Duke, or at least competed with Duke uh, in the season finale as well. And, and you know they're just kind of in a better spot than they were. A few weeks ago, before the you know during the regular season, and and the, the Keeling point you mentioned, that's kind of what I was thinking about. Where that was a player you didn't expect to do much. He could have had more points than he did. He's taking a lot of deep twos, and he he just played well enough uh, against the Orange. And that's kind of what Robinson can do. He played well in that game in the Dome as well. But when he had 17 last night, you, you know that he's kind of shooting well. Had that nasty step back at one point as well. So yeah. it uh, the, the team is playing well with a lot of confidence, and and things are obviously feeling better for them now than they did. You know. Mid, mid-February, early February. You know, I'm curious what you think of this, because I, I thought it was kind of a funny idea, uh, but I saw the I, I saw a tweet something to the extent of, and I, I don't remember the specifics of it. It was something to the expe- extent of North Carolina is winning by 20 with eight minutes to go, or, or with five minutes to go, whatever it was. Why are Garrison Brooks, Baycott, and Anthony still on the floor? 
And I, I kind of, like, at first you're like, huh, why are they on the floor? And then I was like, wait, this is like the 10th time they've played together. Like, it makes sense for them, like... Like they weren't running the score up on on Virginia Tech last night. I I didn't feel like they were purposely out there just running up the score on them. I, I thought that last night they were like, well, this is just an opportunity to get our guys rolling. And and yeah, we might have to play five games in five days. Uh, you know, if if all goes well, we're playing five games in five days. But let's not worry about that. Let's make sure that like these guys are together enough that we can give ourselves the opportunity to play five games in five days. And with the way the season had gone, you really want to. And, you know, in Williams' case, you really want to secure that win. You want to make sure it's really, like, there's no chance that they actually have to come back. You you want to make sure that, uh, you know, everything is kind of in control. You know, with, like, eight minutes to go, UNC was up 12. With seven minutes to go, they're, they're up 20. And, you know, you kind of feel like it's it's in, in hand there. But it's kind of odd to take out all your starters with seven minutes left in the game. Uh, in, 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 in a game where, obviously, nowadays, there's a lot more three-pointers out there. A lot more three-point shots, uh, you know, taken by teams and and Virginia Tech. Obviously, Syracuse fans know how well they can shoot it and how well they did shoot it inside the dome. So it wasn't until uh, I think around the four or three-minute mark or so he actually took out all of his stars. And I think that's fine. I think in an ACC tournament game, you're trying to make sure things happen. Uh, you're trying to make sure you get the win. Exactly. It's important to to just secure that, and then you worry about the next day. You, you worry about day one, and then the next day after that. Right. You you don't have five games in five days if you don't have. Win number one. You you don't get that opportunity if you don't get win one. And so I think that that's, you know, ultimately that's probably what it was. And also, again, they've played like 10 games together. So you probably want to get them maybe even a couple more minutes than you might normally do, uh, you know, in in, in those kinds of situations. Uh, I'm I'm looking up at the TV again. Yeah, I know. I noticed that too. I did notice I I see Chris Likes. He's got that that Rip Hamilton mask on. I am surprised. And, uh, yeah, I don't really... I don't know. I don't really get it. I think he came off the bench. He did not start in the game, it looked like. Did not play on Saturday yeah. uh, against Syracuse, but comes in now, and uh, Miami's going to give him a run. Yeah. I, I don't know what they're – what are they hoping to get out of this? What turned into an eye-nose laceration is now him playing. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, which is unexpected because when, when when you hear that, you're thinking, like, oh, this, he can't see, but it's, his eyes look all right. It looks like he's wearing that mostly because he must have, you know – Precautionary? Yeah, messed up his nose in some way. And, and obviously for him, he's, he's an older player. Uh, you're trying to win, and if he's ready to go, we, you put him out there. He's leading scorer. Makes it makes sense in that aspect. Uh, uh, coming off the bench too, I, it looks like he's pretty much all full go here. Who knows if they're on a minutes restriction or not? But I'm interested. I'm surprised to see him out there. I, I, I thought he was done for the year, but uh, here he is. I probably would have had him done for the year. Like you're not getting anything out of winning a couple of games here if you're Miami. They'll feel better about it. Send out your seniors like DJ Vasilovich. Send them out a little while. Like obviously Brandon Childress, he really wanted to win yesterday as a senior for Wake Forest. They they look like they kind that of had that game so in well. hand. Pitt, you know Justin Champagne. Justin a- Champagne was his, ridiculous. Ended his ended his career at Wake Forest. Uh, yeah, Champagne was absurd. And what's funny too is you look at way, the way the ACC network kind of covering that game heading into it. They were really hyping up Wake Forest. They were showing a lot of Brandon Childress' dad, Randolph yeah. Childress. They're showing a lot of that uh, stuff in it, kind of setting up. For the the storyline of oh now his son's at Wake trying to lead them to a and it, it just trying to lead them to happen. an ACC tournament win yeah it just just didn't happen. A, a win <laughs> didn't happen no no it, it did happen. it did not uh, let's do this let let's break here let's take a timeout we'll come back we'll talk about Syracuse going into this game because I, I think that there are some interesting factors for this SU team um, we can be down on them we can we can look at this team and say well we we don't really think that they're capable of doing too much as far as making noise in the ACC tournament but. Uh, there are some interesting factors. You know, Cole Anthony didn't play particularly well last night, and uh, if he's going to play like that, maybe Elijah Hughes has the game that 
that, that Cole Anthony had first time around. I'm going to go on a limb. I don't think Cole Anthony's going to hit seven threes tonight, but yeah, exactly. you never know. <laughs> exactly. And maybe Elijah Hughes plays a little bit better, and tonight could be a little more interesting. Yeah. So we'll talk about that when we come back here on ESPN Radio and on twitch.tv slash Talk. This is Orange Nation.